All right, it's time for another episode of, what, of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. And now we have a special guest, my D-line brother. That's right. Super Bowl winner. That's right. Pro bowler. <laughs> all pro. You name it, you got it. Um, my friend, Fletcher Clarks. Brother, thank you so much for coming on. Today. Man, thanks for having me on, man. It's always a pleasure. Like I just said, when I first, we just, we just dabbed it up. I made it. Cam Hayward <laughs> podcast. So that's a, another step in life. Let's go. Okay, well, let, let's get it cracking, you know. I know it just got announced, and we don't know what your future is. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> but I want to ask you, week one, Eagles play in Brazil. How do you feel about that? And is Fletcher Cox going to be there? Man, you know what? Like, that's that's really neat, though. You know, I had heard it. I had caught wind of that the team was, was playing in, in, you know, in Brazil. But but week one, that, that was surprising. Yeah. On a Friday night. Uh, <laughs> the league is there. Yeah. They're stepping their game up, you know. Uh, playing on Friday nights, but Friday nights probably can be rough. But good thing it is, is it's the first game of the season. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, guys got to report early. So <laughs> <laughs> That's all we care about hey. is reporting early. <laughs> guys got to report early. So, uh, so yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, there's been some changes on the Eagles. How do you feel about Vic Fangio coming over to be the new D.C.? Well, not like Vic. You know, he was obviously he was there as a consultant. Uh, you know, two years ago, uh, we always we always had conversations. We always talk. Um, you know, you know, you know. He loved ball, and that's his biggest thing. He loved ball. He liked ballers, and you know, he's he's gonna he's gonna be a, a really good fit fit for um for Philly. Okay, so we we got to talk about your team a little bit. Um, the touch push is it bullshit or what? Snoopy. You call it Snoopy? We don't call it the Tush Push. What do you call it? Snoopy. Snoopy. Okay. Yeah. What do you feel about it? It's great. No. Did you honest. stop it in practice? Be honest. We don't practice it. <laughs> you just do it. You just do the it. The offense practices it, I guess, in walkthroughs, but like I've never had to go against our offense in training camp when they run Snoopy. What if they did? Would they, would they get it? Would oh, they convert? No, I, I would. <laughs> What's the game plan? How do you I stop would, it? I would hit them with that. Uh, come hey, get me. In <laughs> practice? Oh, no. What can you do that in practice? Coach? No. Uh, you got Kelsey and and and, and Lane and, and Jordan, Jordan guys bearing down on you. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but it is successful, though. You know, it, it is a successful play. You know, it, I think it's been stopped. I, mean, I got stopped twice this year by the same team. Mm. Uh, so, but um, it, it is uh, definitely a third and, third and one, fourth and one. I mean... I'm gonna say, like I said earlier this year, is everybody's a gangster until they see us get in that formation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. No I feel it. Yeah. What makes Kelsey so special, though? How is he able to get so much push on that play? I mean, honestly, like, honestly, the surge, if you really look at it, the surge really pushes itself because everybody is it's trying coming. to go, if you really look at it and, and watch it, Jalen really wait until the surge goes away and then he goes mm -hmm. for it. That way he get he gets he gets the snap, protect the ball, the surge goes, and then he goes. You got guys jumping over. Like that don't help. No. Like mm -hmm. he might as well just go ahead and like give us the first down. Because, <laughs> you know, like Coach said, early in the season, we play on what, first and nine. Yeah. You know, it's like first and <laughs> nine. Little, you know, little ego from coach, but you gotta love him though. Why do all coaches think like that? That's coaches. You know, they, they think that way. And, and it's like, hey, man, like, you know, I got to go out there and play. And these guys are thinking about what you just said. So yeah. let's let's kind of let's not poke the bears over there. <laughs> All right. So we talked about messes. I want to give want to let you give a shout out. Why are you here? Man, with Ty, you know, um, obviously, you know, this year, my right before the season, you probably see the commercial of 
No, number one, they had three big dudes. Yep, yep, I love it. Love. Uh, oh, wow, damn. There oh, you no, go. Here we go, right here. here See? Wow. Are those your clothes? Great, yeah. Do you so really want to know what this is? What is it? Uh, it's a, it's a couple of bathrobes from um, the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you see how he threw that at me? <laughs> That's because Ty can tackle any pie. Big there you small. go. If there I you trust go. Him, you should too, baby. Come on. <laughs> All anyway. right. You talk about trust. Talk about some of those young guys you got on your, your D-line. Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis. And what to expect from them? I expect a lot from them, as always. You know, those guys, they were, they were drafted very high. Um, mm. And, you know, they you know always, you know, coming to Philly, you drafted in the first round. There's a lot of expectations where you first year or eighth year, you're still around, right? Mm-hmm. But those guys, they're, they're going to be good. You know, they you know, they, they take the coaching. They come out practice. They practice hard. And obviously the game is, you know, kind of slowing down for Jordan a little bit now because mm-hmm. he'll be going into his third year. Jalen, um, you know, he's a freak. You know, he, yeah. he, he uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he don't, you know, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if he if we win, uh, you know, rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's a baller. And, uh, you know, he started hot. Um, he had a little freak injury in practice, you know, kind of set him back for a couple of weeks. But he started kind of, he started to really um, started to take off later in the season. Mm. You know, um, you know, winning those one on ones because he finally realized that you're only going to get so many a game, and you know that. Yeah. You know, taking taking <laughs> taking up opportunities in them one on ones, man. And you know, Jordan Jordan's coming a long way. Mm. You know, he's he can. I feel like Jordan. You know, this year he was able to play. You know, every down. You know, in and out some games and. You know, when the guy went down, he had to step up, so he did that. One more question before we go to Cam's Blitz. That's our quick hits. But I want to ask, we both have a shared teammate in Javon Hargrave. He's here in the Super Bowl again. What are your thoughts on him and making it to another Super Bowl? I text him. I'm always happy for Javon. You yeah. already know, you know, yeah. like you, grew at, you grew with him as, as a teammate. I grew with him as a teammate. And, you know, we both can can talk about and probably can sit down and talk about forever, like <laughs> the stories about him yeah. and how, how, how much he's grown. And, you know, as a player, you know, as a person, and, you know, you kind of still kind of, you know, you got to get that leadership out of a little bit, you know, but, you know, he's got it in him, you know, and, you know, that's one thing I respect about him is, you know, he's not afraid of being uncomfortable or challenged by anybody. I love that. That's my guy. All right. Now time for Cam's Blitz. Quick questions, quick answers. Oh, boy. Here we go. Worst dressed player on the Eagles. We know. Oh, it's a couple. <laughs> Who you want me to start with? Go no, ahead, offense whoever. Or defense. Go defense. <laughs> Probably Jordan Davis. Oh, oh, offense. Uh, you want one A and one B? Yeah. Probably. Um, pro- it'll be Jason Kelsey. Will be one A. <laughs> uh, Lane Johnson will be one B. Oh, oh. <laughs> Same. Those line. my guys okay. though. <laughs> If you could play alongside any current or past D lineman, who would you, who would you choose? Ooh, any current? Yes. I play with Sue. Yep. Uh, you? I was gonna say it's Cam Hayward's podcast. I love it. I love to play with you. He set himself that's, up. This, that's the truth. I appreciate that, brother. Definitely you. Appreciate that, brother. That's love. Just the both like the respect that you got for the game, respect that I have for the game, the way that you play the game, the way that I play the game. Like, definitely, we could. That would have been nice. Oh, we can make some things happen. <laughs> I like that. All right. We know you love your Vs. Name the dream car you currently don't own. Ooh, the one I the currently one I don't own would be a <laughs> 70 Chevelle SS. Ooh. I, you got style. I, I'll admit that. Shoot. If you could choose to select next season's Super Bowl halftime performer, who would it be? 
Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> someone said Taylor Swift. Someone, oh, and he oh, said oh, definitely, said, not. Oh, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> who, who I would have to choose? Chris Stapleton. Oh. And it, like, it'll be a Whiskey Myers come out. You know, they would come out. Those are my boys, too. So. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the best answer we're probably going to get today. Yeah, we need that one. Make it happen. <laughs> Biggest trash talker in the league. Brandon Graham. Wow. I believe that. BG can talk. <laughs> and last one. Favorite Usher song. And what song does he start with? <laughs> what song did Usher start with? On, on uh, In his performance. Oh, so, um, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that is our episode <laughs> of Not Just Football with Fletcher Cox. Man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for yeah, coming man. on. Thanks for having me, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got to take my bad rose back. <laughs> yeah, Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the type of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. 21 and over must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to the Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. We are here at Super Bowl week for Not Just Football, and we have a very special guest, our very own, played for the Colts, Cowboys. Yeah, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. He's a turned NFL analyst, and he does some great breakdown yeah. on social media. Brian Baldinger, thank you so much for coming on today. Cam, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure to be here right now. I'm sorry I'm, like, all formaled up here, man. Let's 
Like, I feel like I should take my tie off and wrap it around my, <laughs> my head or something. Bad. Making us look bad. If I mean, you look suit. great. You look yeah. smooth. Yeah, like, this all falls apart. It'll fall apart. <laughs> Give me a couple more hours. Like, you know, like, the shirt will be untucked. We'll talk yeah. about that in a little yeah. bit. But we got to talk about, we were just talking about brothers yeah. off air. And, you know, I didn't know you had two brothers yeah. in the league as well. Yep, Richard and Gary. Uh, me and Richard, we came out the same year. Uh, 19, we're dating ourselves here. 1982. So he went to the Giants. I went to the Cowboys. We played a long time. He got traded to Kansas City, mm. um, and then I I, I left uh, I left Dallas. I ended up going to Indy, then to Philly. And then my younger brother was in Kansas City and then Buffalo for a long time. So was there any overlap at all? Yeah. Oh yeah. We were all there for seven years together. Wow. Seven years. Like we we're all. In fact, it's funny. My parents. My dad was a military guy, so we they were living in California at the time. Uh-huh. And back when we started all playing together. Like the only way that you could watch the games was to come to Vegas. Yeah. So they come to Vegas and come to the sports folks. They drive it every weekend. <laughs> so they ended up liking Vegas so much, they ended up moving to Vegas. And my parents lived here for 25 years. Wow. wow. So like they, they they fell in love with the city was just growing and they got some work here. So that's how they, my parents lived here for a long time. But it started because they wanted to watch us play. So you understand the city way too much. <laughs> way too much. <laughs> but you know, you know how much I know it, Cam? Like, honestly, I used to come here and... You know, you come here like on a Tuesday. By Friday, you're ready to get out. Yeah. So then we, I figured out like if I came here on a Friday afternoon, visit my parents, I'd go to dinner with them. They went to bed early. I'd go out with my buddies, you know, and by Sunday morning, I was leaving out of town. Like I, I was 48 hours, hit them and leave them. That was it. That's awesome. Not yeah. a lot of sleep, I'm guessing. In the well, I mean, you know, your friends come in, they don't want to go, dull, you know. So I'd do that for a while. But like, honestly, like I have a 48 hour like window in Vegas where I could have fun. With, and before it just, you completely collapse. That's understandable. All right, well, let's talk about Sunday. Yeah. Where does each team have the advantage on Sunday? Well, I think, you know, I was just watching. I was in Baltimore mm-hmm. for the championship game with Kansas City. And the thing about Mahomes, I know it's more than Mahomes, but, you know, his routine never changes. Mm-hmm. You know, like some guys just have this routine. Like he comes out on the field three hours before, he sits on a bench, he talks to the trainers, the equipment guys, and he cuts it up there and he just relaxes. And then, you know, he takes off the cape and he just starts throwing his passes. Yeah. Like, it, the routine, it doesn't matter if it's 33 below against Miami and Kansas City or if it was in the misty rain in Baltimore, his routine never changes. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's Kansas City. They they know the routine here. Like, I don't think anything's going to throw them off. Like, they think that's an advantage. Mm-hmm. And then I think the advantage for San Francisco is, I remember, you know, like, what this is like, Cam, but, like, if you lose three games in a row in this league, mm-hmm. like, the sky's falling. Yes. Like, everybody's against <laughs> yes. you. Like, you can't. And like that's what happened at San Francisco this year. They lost three in a row. Then they went on a bye week. Mm. So they didn't win a game in a month. But when they came out of the bye week, it's like they got refocused. Yeah. And like they everybody, the veterans, the young guys, they all got locked in. Mm-hmm. And then they went on this run. And they're on the run right now. So I feel like when they when they came in that losing streak, a little bit like the Rams did two years ago, like they came in and they were locked in about what they wanted to be, how they're gonna do it, and here they are. Well, you bring up the Kansas City Chiefs and their offense. Uh, left guard Joe Thune mm-hmm. might not be playing. Right. Is that going to be a big factor? It might be if Cam Hayward's on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> but Nick Allegretti stepped in. Yeah. You know, you got to step in, step up. I thought, you know, this is a guy that has started at every position, center, guard, tackle. He's really smart. And honestly, when you watch him last week against Baltimore, um, you didn't see a drop-off. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're talking about a Pro Bowl guard now. Yeah. You know, consistently Pro Bowl. And, and next to – Creed Humphrey, who's a great center. Mm-hmm. So I, I, he's going to play. I don't think Tooney's going to get in there um, just because of the, the, the strength 
factor with his bicep right yeah. now. So I think Nick's going to step in. I think he's going to be just fine. Mm. You said earlier that Brock Purdy's going to have to make five incredible throws to win this game. Is he going to be able to do that against the Kansas City defense? We're going to find out, but I think it's going to take that. Okay. It's going to take that. Like, I, I remember, uh, I live in Philly. I remember when Nick Foles uh, won his Super Bowl with the Eagles, and he was the MVP. And I said so similar thing against the Patriots. And that was a shootout game, and he made 10. Like 10, where you just go back and watch these throws, you're like, how many guys can make that throw, drop it in the bucket on that spot at that time? And I feel like Brock can do that because I've seen him do it. Mm. But I feel like th this Chiefs defense is that good that you're going to have to do that. Well, you know, there's a lot of people talking about game managers. I got yeah. a two-part question for you. Okay. <laughs> um, is being a game manager a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. It's just a title. Mm. It doesn't stop him from winning games. <laughs> but I feel like there, there's a, a, like a negativity towards that name. Yeah. Like, okay, well, because what it connotates is, well, we could put 10 guys in that position with the team and the coach and players around, <laughs> you know? And so then you're like, well, anybody could go, but I don't believe that. I well, believe like there's very few guys that are capable of winning a Super Bowl. And I think Brock is one of those guys. Mm. Is he the top game manager? <laughs> yeah. Because he, there's only two guys left. One's the MVP. <laughs> and so he's the only guy left right now. So he's the top game manager. Yes. But I think, like I, maybe the, the opinion will change if San Francisco wins this game. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it has to. Like if he goes out there and he just lays an egg, okay, then that, that's gonna that's gonna be the title all off season. Yeah. But you know he got to the championship game last year, Cam, and as soon as he came in, the offense jumped. And look, he got hurt. He got hurt. You know, he missed. He got hurt in the seventh play, and they you know they they couldn't compete against Philadelphia. And here he is again this year. Like, you know, he keeps winning these games. Does the draft status maybe create yeah. that illusion too? It's yeah. because he's six, if he was a first round pick, we would not be calling him a game manager, right? It's that. It's the way he looks. It's you know he's sort of like this all shuck guy. He doesn't bring any attention on himself. He's a big believer in his faith. Like I mean, I think all that stuff kind of goes against him, you know, mm. and the fact that he's all these other guys got passed over for him. So you know, sometimes you just have to break through and win it, and then then you'll be on that status. But I don't think it's going to make any difference to him. Mm. Like if he wins it, it doesn't win it to him. Like, I don't think his life's going to fall apart. But I, I do think maybe the respect that you get when you win a Super Bowls, yeah. like I think that might come his way. All right, I really enjoy your breakdowns of film on Twitter. <laughs> now I want you to break down him. When oh, you God. see his game, oh. yeah. give me a breakdown of Cam Hayward. Well, what I love is when Cam goes up against a rookie. <laughs> the rookie's going to get broken in. Like he's going to give him his long arm. He's going to stick that long arm in there, and he's going to walk him right back in the lap if he doesn't swim him on the way to take that quarterback down. That's number one. Number two is, like, I don't know how old Cam is now. Like, but, like, the effort and, you know, the screen game, I always say the screen game is defense lineman's game. Like, they got to turn their, they got to turn and run and chase. So what does he do? He turns and runs and he chases. Uh, so that's, that's that. So you're always going to get that effort and that, that play. And then, you know, when you get a chance to get on an edge of a player, can that player stop your momentum from charging? You can't see any. Anybody that can stop him right now. Is that fair? That. It's very fair. You want to know the age? Look at the beard. The beard is <laughs> the beard is kind of telling. Yeah, but the gray to, thing just is, for men, we may need to put some of the beard there, Brian. <laughs> the gray is deceiving. I want you to think about that. <laughs> yeah, like you, you can creep in at any age, man. <laughs> All right, I got to get a little bit more handsy. Um, and bear with us. We're gonna have some fun now. All right, give us the story behind the pinky. Everybody needs to see this. <sighs> I saw Anthony Munoz. Do you see Anthony today? Yes. So Munoz has a similar one, right? Oh. So um, this 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 one happened 
we back in the day, Cam, like when we used to really have training camp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we 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 hit it. I was in Dallas, and Randy White was our defensive tackle, and, and you know, I was just you know doing what linemen do. I just was grabbing him every day and holding him. He, so it, it, his finger got caught in his jersey, man. It just got it just got caught, and it just got ripped out. It was like literally dangling. Oh yeah. Oh, it was just dangling right there, and I, so I just taped it. You know, what was funny about it was, you know, I, like, you know, I was like kind of like screaming and looking at a thing and <laughs> yelling about it. Like it did hurt, you know. So, anyways, practice ends. We're going to lunch. So the defensive line, as they are, you know, uh -huh. like they sit in the front row of the cafeteria. So you used to come down the steps, and the whole D line would there, and, and they would just ruin everybody that walked down the steps. That's what linemen like to do. Yes. So when I walked down the steps, two tall Jones, Randy White. Harvey Martin, like they all stood up and they all like were like like imitating me whining on the field, <laughs> crying on the field. So I was like, oh God, you know, why did I do that? You know? And I, they all stood up and then they all held up their hands and they all had crooked fingers. Like, hey, Baldy, welcome to the club. Like, it was like a uh, badge of honor. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, we got a special segment. It's gonna be pretty quick. Yeah. It's called Cam's Blitz. Okay. It's quick questions. Gotcha. Quick we're just gonna run through it. Yeah. Name the best lineman you watch on tape. Max Crosby. Oh. Yeah. Who wins in a hand-to-hand -hand combat, you or Booger McFarlane? Oh, I'll take Booger down. Like, I think I'm faster. Got first step quickness. On there you go. Oh, down. Love it. The first step, first yeah, punch. Yeah. Like, I'm in. Your preference of what you could be outside of an analyst, hand model or foot model? Oh, man, hand model. Like, <laughs> I want to see somebody make a pair of gloves to fit that. <laughs> okay, what is your go-to for rock, paper, scissors? It's got to be rock. Because rock crushes everything. Man. Yes. Yeah. Last one. Who wins the Super Bowl? I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm just tired of betting against Mahomes and losing and looking bad. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs. You're going to break a lot of hearts in the West Coast. I know. I know. I know. Like, but if they ask me to... To choose, that's what I'm choosing right now. I've got to live with it. Is it simply it. Mahomes? Is it? Is it? No, I mean Spags. Spags yeah. is like you know he's been through this thing before. Mm -hmm. He's like he took down the path to perfection with the Patriots. You know, like he's just he just knows how to game plan, and he's got some really smart young players that are really good. Okay, last question with that. I just want to ask: Watching that Baltimore Chiefs game, yeah. Why didn't Baltimore run the ball anymore? Cam, it's a, it's the strangest thing. It's like yes. th this is what they do best. This is their identity. This is what Lamar does. He ran on that fourth and one play for 20. Yes. And then he ran on a counter uh, boot for like five. And that's the only called runs they had all day. They're still in a daze, in a fog in Baltimore about how this happened. We have a special guest, special, special guest, pro bowler, national champion, Heisman winner, and inventor of Big Trust. In the flesh. You know it is. <laughs> we got our guy, Mr. Ingram himself. Here today. How you doing, Mike? Hey, my dog. You know how to do an intro, man. You set that <laughs> off, my dog. I appreciate you. Yeah, yes, well, let's start right there, okay? Big trust. How did that come about? Bro, like, so when I got to Baltimore, like, I would just be like, Lamar, we're going to kill it this year. He'd be like, trust, trust. I'd be like, big. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'd be like, man, we about to kill it today. He'd be like, trust, trust. And I'd be like, big. big. And then so, like, I started saying big trust. And then we did the interview. They wanted me to introduce him. And so I introduced him, and uh, Judah was in the background, like, hyping me up, like, Big Trust. I was like, Big Trust, woo, woo, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. So it was just kind of like a genuine thing that kind of got caught on film. You know how it is, man, with you with your brothers, man. Yeah. You love your brothers, you hype your brothers up. Your brother's doing something, you're going to go hard for them, right? And yes, that's sir. all I was doing in that moment. 
And it just was a genuine moment that got caught on camera and it just took off. Of course, Judon would do that. I yeah, know Judon. Judon would. in the back, like. Judon hypes up everything. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, I want to ask you something. A lot of blue ski masks this year, people talking about that, but memory serves us right. It was you and Alma Kamara who created the, of blue, course, the, the ski mask. Do you remember who you beat when the ski mask started? The Eagles. Was it the Eagles or was it the Steelers? I, I don't remember that. I thought, I don't remember y'all doing it after our game, but our game was crazy. No, no. So our game. I think maybe some I think some dudes maybe ran out the tunnel with ski mask on when we played y'all, but yeah. the post game interview was after we beat the Eagles. Okay, Ooh. okay. Post game interview was after we beat the Eagles. We did we did the interview and we had the ski mask on and you know we was just balling, man. We was balling and vibing and uh, yeah. So that's part what of started. a lot of stuff, man. Big yeah. trust, man, ski mask, the trendsetter, man. Hey, bro, when you having fun, you balling, you with your <laughs> brothers, man, everything's on the table. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah, so, balling with the brothers, you know. Ain't nothing um, like it. Ain't nothing like it. You still doing it. I'm trying to. You trying still doing to, it. Trying to. But we talk about balling. Um, Baltimore Ravens. Yes, sir. Are you surprised they are not here representatives? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely surprised, man, especially because I felt like they just had an amazing season. I feel like this team was well-rounded. I felt like Lamar was ready to take the yeah. step, and he, he, he showed – he he will be the MVP this year, and he's definitely one of the best players in this league. And I think you know how it is in the, in, in the playoffs, man. If you don't play your best game, if you don't, if you hurt yourself, if you beat yourself, you turn the ball over, personal foul penalties, yes. um, not not capitalizing on on, on game changer plays, you go home. Yeah, you think you hold the Chiefs to seventeen points mm. at the bank? So you Crazy. think you win that game ninety nine percent? You know what I mean? But um, I, I think you know. Whatever the game plan was, it didn't get executed properly. You okay, know, you so. bring up game plan. Why the hell are you not running the ball more, bro? You had success but running the ball. All year. Yes. I feel like I was not watching the Baltimore Ravens team that we had seen all year long. Yeah. And they were they so they weren't running the football, uh, killing themselves with personal foul penalties, yes. offensively and defensively. Obviously had some crucial turnovers, just the execution in general. But that defense holds Mahomes and the Chiefs to 17 points. You think that the Ravens are supposed to win that game. Nine out of ten times, and I guess that was the one time they lost. You think that's the Mahomes effect, though? Listen, when you got that dude on the other side of the ball, man, <laughs> you have no room for error. Yeah. So you can't turn the ball over. You can't give him 15 yards on top of a 30-yard play. You can't be first in, 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 in 25 because you, whatever, doing some taunting penalty. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you have Mahomes over there, you have to be on point because those guys are experienced. They've been in this position four out of the last five years. And they're playing their best football right now when it matters the most. Mm. And so when you run into that, along, along with Andy Reid, along with Patrick Mahomes, and the Taylor Swift combo, oh, shoot. God. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, man. You've you got to be on point. you got to be on point. <laughs> All right, so you played for a couple teams. Who's your favorite teammate? Shoot, man. My favorite teammate, man. I probably – Man, I just had to go with probably my, my best friend, my brother, Cam Jordan. You, I, know what you I mean? have to say Cam. Yeah, you ain't yeah, say yeah, Cam. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. dang. Yeah, I had to go. <laughs> Quality I, we, we came, <laughs> right? To, we, all 11 draft class. Yes. Um, we came in together, man, and we both got drafted first round to the Saints together. And we just kind of been, man, we've been tight ever since, bro. Both mm. our dads played. Your dad played. We're big on the legacy vibes. Mm -hmm. Big yeah. on the energy vibes. So uh, I'd have to say Cam Jordan, man. Well, let's move to college football. Um, you know, your coach retired this past year. Man. Nick Saban, uh, Alabama legend now. And, man, give us a good Nick Saban story. 
Listen, listen. Um, man, he got a lot, man. But um, I'll tell you about how he sat, what he told me when he came and sat in my living room when I was in high school. <laughs> Flies in, and after, after I take a visit, he comes in, he's like, hey, you have the opportunity to be a great player for us. He's like, if you don't, it's your own fault. <laughs> and he, I was like, so, like, how do you feel about our team? Like, if I come there, he's like, if you come with this recruiting class, he's like, I think we'll be pretty good your first year. And he was like, but the second year, I think you win the national championship. Mm -hmm. My first year, we went 12-0. and 0. We lost to Florida, one versus two in the SEC championship. They went on to win the national championship. Yeah. But the next year, we went 14-0 and 0 and won the national championship. Mm -hmm. He told me verbatim in my living room, as an 18-year-old in high schooler, and my mom, and my grandpa, my family, he told us to our face verbatim what would happen. Wow. So, so I'll never it. forget that stuff because, like, he literally said, you'll be pretty good. We went 12-0, and lost our last two games. So 12-2, that's pretty good. Yeah. But the next year, we went 14-0 and won the national championship. Mm. He sit there and called it. I'll never forget that. That's special. Does he yeah. come up to you and be like, told you so? No, he said, he said that it was just recruit pitch trying to get me to go. <laughs> but I'm like, bro, like. You literally called it. You know what I mean? That's why he's the goat. It's right? crazy. Yeah, it's, that's why he's it's the crazy. goat. Crazy, yeah. So that's, that's probably that, that's 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 probably a story that like I like a lot. He thinks he's a jokester. You know <laughs> what I mean? He tells you anything past midnight, like it ain't good. If you ain't got it by midnight, you ain't getting it done. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> so no, he's just a good dude, man, and he deserves it all. I mean, he's the best college football coach ever, mm. and. Uh, Man, he's 72 years old with a lot of different things. He owns a Ferrari dealership, business dealership, has a lot of other things going for him. So he deserves to finally enjoy the fruits of his labor. That explains why everybody's got a car, right? Right? Well, <laughs> well I didn't have no <laughs> business. I was going to say, I didn't have no NIL days weren't were with Mark, so he yeah. didn't get the car, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what you're here for. You're here for American Gaming Association? Yes, sir. I was going to talk about American Gangster Association, yeah, okay. right? Hey, you know who that, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, projects that Americans will be upwards of $23 billion, Yes. Uh, on the big game for Sunday. Yep. What are the keys to winning a high-stakes game like this? The key is to bet responsibly. Bet responsibly. Know the odds. Yep. Know your limits. Yep. A, and good luck. May the odds forever be in your favor. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Games. So legalized sports betting is just, you know, transform consumer entertainment, man. I mean, just in five, in five years, the growth of legalized sports gambling with the AGA, like, it's went from one state in Las Vegas, mm. you know, to now it's 38 states, including Washington, D.C. And it's a full circle moment for the AGA and I think everyone in America because this is the first Super Bowl in Las Vegas and the AGA sports gambling is booming like no mm. other. So make sure you're with legal betting sites. Make sure you bet responsibly. Shout out to the AGA, man, holding it down. That's what's up. All right, it's time for Cam's Blitz. Cam's Blitz. Quick, quick questions, quick answers. Here we go. If you weren't an NFL player, what would be your career path? Just talking about sports, like now, <laughs> commentating. <laughs> there you go. You approached the Mark in you've been approached for the Mark Ingram sandwich. What's on it? Like a chicken cutlet, some bacon, mm. uh, some uh, some light ranch, uh, some banana peppers, and some light cheese. Okay. You're going on a fishing trip. Who are you taking with you? Taking Cam Jordan, Cam Hayward. I like wow. it. I like Cam's. it. Cam's. You going with the Cam's. The Cam's. 2011 game. You know, and they <laughs> just monsters. So when we get the big tuna on the line, they uh, 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 uh. 
you have a time machine, you have to give advice to rookie Mark Ingram. What you telling him? I'm telling him, control what you can control, young man. Mm. If you worry about things you can't control, you will go crazy. <laughs> and that would have saved me a lot of, from going crazy. I so love it's that. easier said than done, but control what you can control, young man. All right. Oh, this is a good one. More likely to play in the NFL season next year. You or Le'Veon Bell? Me, a thousand percent. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Ooh, <laughs> nah. There you go. I'm content. No, I'm content. I'm content with Big Noon. No, but. yeah. So that Big Noon might. Yeah, yeah no, nah, nah. nah, Le'Veon got it, man. I, get, I told myself I'd give myself a year. Somebody called. I was still working and training. I was ready to roll. Yeah. But I said after the year, maybe you know we gonna call it. But you know I haven't called it yet. But Le'Veon, man, do your thing if you're going back. He, mm. he want to come to y'all. So. He do. Yeah, he does. Got to make that happen. I don't make the decision, so. Yeah, Put a good word in for him. Employee man. 97. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Literally <laughs> 97. Yeah, employee 97. Last of the list. All right. Last question. It's a two-parter. What's your favorite Usher song? And what do you think he's going to open up with? For you the remind before? me of a girl. Oh, there you go. Keep going. See her face whenever I, whenever I look, I look at you. Wouldn't believe all of the things she put. Got the dance moves, too. Oh, you've been the mere practice. I just can't get with you. Okay, perfect. No, the opener would kind of be someone that everyone loves. Probably like, yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's been another episode of Not Just Football. I want to say thank you to Mark Ingram for coming on, brother. Hey, appreciate y'all for having me, dog. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you represent the AGA, man. Bear responsibly, please. Enjoy. And may the odds forever be in your favor.